It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Like what you hear? High quality radio and podcast is part of what we do at Hale Varsity. Hey, it's Chris Schmidt with Hale Varsity Radio, and I wanted to offer listeners of the Hale Varsity Radio Show podcast $10 off the price of an annual subscription. That means that you can get everything we do. 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com backslash subscribe and enter in the promo code GBR for $10 off a full year of Hail Varsity. That's HailVarsity.com backslash subscribe promo code GBR. And now, and now back to Hail Varsity Radio. Well, we got to see our friend Brennan. He's uh, all the way in from Spearfish, South Dakota. I love Spearfish, man. It was so much fun. And he came bearing gifts. He did. We got a great looking hat. Look at that. The people listening on the radio probably can't hear that. Uh, yeah, but. well, you got to stream and watch us. Uh, Hail Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio, Facebook Live at ESPN Lincoln's Facebook, and then the ESPN Lincoln Facebook Twitter feed. Bill Dolman's here, Elijah Herbal. Connor Clark is uh, in studio. We welcome in. He's imaginary. He wears red. Clausburn with us on Hail Varsity. Claus, how we doing? I'm doing pretty good. Certainly missed uh, certainly missed the segment last week. Not so much because I missed talking to you, but because Nance did not appreciate my take on the Penn State-Minnesota game as much as I think you guys would have. She's not as tickled by rhythmic slapping. So, wow, we snuck it in uh, somehow. I can't. Well. Uh, let's One uh, way to put it. Yeah. How do you follow that up? Wow. <laughs> With Penn State, Ohio State. <laughs> Perfect. As we get rolling here on the forecast, Ohio State at Penn State, it's a day game. It's big noon. It's not night game. It's not wide out. This really turned things around for James Franklin in year three. Ohio State's supposed to just maul. Penn State needs this. Minus 15 and a half. You know what? It's going to be a closer ball game, but Ohio State wins. Penn State will cover 35-21. Just barely a cover for the Nittany Lions, but give me Ohio State. They stay undefeated. Elijah. Ohio State's one of the best teams in the country. I can't bet against them. I think they roll against Penn State. Penn State, good team, not a great team. Ohio State is not a great team. They are an elite team. So I will take Ohio State 42 and Penn State 17. The Buckeyes roll. Connor Clark. Uh, I agree. I think the Ohio State Buckeyes are one of the better teams, if not the best team in the country. I will take them 38-21 on the road. Bill Dolman, pride of Fairbury. I think we're in the midst of the typical Penn State uh, season swoon when they start off as a potential top 10 team and everybody's excited about them. Then they go through September, they lose the game they shouldn't, then they continue to falter as October goes on, and they end up at 8-4 uh, and four or 7-5, and five. and I think we're in the middle of that, and Ohio State wins at 42-21. All right, the win and cover. Claus, what happens here, Ohio State or Penn State? Well, uh, this game, I believe, is in Happy Valley, correct? 
It is. Well, usually that's a pretty intimidating place to play, and I, but I don't think it necessarily will be this week. I think the fans might feel like they've got a kindred spirit in Ryan Day. I read an article where Ryan Day put off his responsibilities to ESPN and got fined for it uh, because he went on a recruiting visit. And if there's anybody who can appreciate shirking your responsibilities and getting fined for it, it's the people <laughs> of Penn State. So I'll take Ohio State in this one, 35 and Penn State 17. <laughs> Never know what you're going to get. That's so good. That is so good. You never know what you're going to get unless we're talking about Penn State. Then you might have a pretty good idea of what we're going to get. All right. Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Cowboys uh, are dogged here. The Fighting Adrians, uh, minus one and a half. It was going so well, and then it wasn't at TCU. I like Oklahoma State here to go win on the road. Uh, Just too much offense, and they'll get enough defense I think K-State's uh, you know, a good football team, but they're destined to be 8-4, and 8-5. and five. This is part of that run, similar to the Penn State swoon. Uh, give me the Cowboys 27 to uh, 21, uh, an outright win. Elijah? Yeah, one thing that's affected here on this line is the fact that Adrian Martinez is a game-time decision. We've seen four years of Adrian. That dude's a gamer. He is going to play on Saturday, and for that reason, I'm going to take Kansas State to win this football game uh, in a tight one. Give me Kansas State 31, uh, Oklahoma State 28. They win and cover the the Wildcats do. Connor, what do you say here, uh, K-State or Oklahoma State? I think Elijah brings up a pretty good point with Adrian Martinez and probably playing on Saturday, but I don't know. I still think Oklahoma State is still a pretty damn good team, so I'll take them by 10-31-21. Okay. Bill Dolman. I, too, have seen many a game in which Adrian Martinez was a gamer game-time decision, but have seen what happened when he ended up playing as a game-time decision. Therefore, since Oklahoma State scores 42 points in every single game that it plays, wins or loses, 42-21. I'm just going to say 42-21 every game that we have on the docket today. All right, Claus, uh, you like the Cowboys or the Wildcats? Well, I'm going to talk about the other team's quarterback in Spencer Sanders because I think the young man may be enchanted. He is the only quarterback that TCU has not killed in the last several weeks. I believe uh, I believe Sonny Dykes has some sort of OJ-like vendetta against quarterbacks in the Big 12, but not Spencer Sanders. So, I think he'll use that magic. If K-State Adrian Martinez shows up, great. If not, his backup seems to be uh, Nebraska Adrian Martinez. So Cowboys 35 and Wildcats 24. We'll head to the SEC, the land of orange in Rocky Top, Tennessee. Love the song. Love the fact that I didn't have to hear it too often in the 98 Orange Bowl. Kentucky and the Fighting Stoopses are on the road. 11 and a half. Kentucky's a good ball club, but, man, Tennessee's just different in a good way this year. Kentucky covers. Tennessee wins. uh, Barely uh, a a cover. 31 to 20. Give me Rocky Top Tennessee. The hook gets Kentucky the cover. I got Tennessee in this one, but I got Tennessee winning this one in a tight game. Kentucky's a damn good football team. I think they're finally going to be the first team this year that can at least slow down Tennessee. Uh, if they can do that, they're going to give themselves a chance. And I'm not sure if I believe in the, the alternate jersey mystique, but Kentucky's or excuse me, Tennessee's in the All Blacks. Something tells me that's a bad omen. I'm going to take uh, Kentucky to cover this one. Give me 38-35. Tennessee wins this one tight. 
Connor. Well, it's only a bad omen if they're wearing black in Memorial Stadium. So I'm going to go Tennessee, <laughs> and they will cover this week. And I'm very high on the Vols this year. I think we may see a Vols playoff. So I'll take Rocky Top, and uh, I'll take the, the cover and the win. Number? Let's go 35-21. Okay. Bill Dolman. Are we talking Colorado? No. Oh, Connor said very high. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Better watch the board a little more closely. Uh, I'm not a big fan of alternate uniforms, as everybody should know by now, especially if they're purple and you are the scarlet and cream. Uh, that said, uh, I do believe in Tennessee, and uh, like every other game that I'm picking today, 42-21. Claus, uh, what, what do you say here, Wildcats or the other Wildcats or, or Vols? You know, there's been a few people that have suggested maybe Nebraska ought to go after Mark Stoops from Kentucky. I think he's probably relatively comfortable there. You know, he comes from a football family. The Stoops, there's lots of football families out there. The Stoops, uh, the, the Polinis, the Bowdens, the Josephs. Really, it kind of sometimes seems like there's only four or five last names in coaching which, much like the state of Kentucky, only four or five last names. So I think he's probably feeling pretty good there in Lexington. But I don't think he's going to feel too good in Neyland Stadium. I'll take Tennessee 38 and Kentucky 21. Wow. Claus uh, is with us here, the Friday forecast. We're at the single barrel inside the graduate. Pre-game tomorrow, 1130 to 1.30. We're winding down Nebraska-Illinois predictions. Coming up, Hail Varsity continues. We are presented by Currency. Miss us? Come here, brother. Give me a hug. Bring it in for the real thing. We're on call for you. Catch the podcast at HailVarsity.com, the ESPN Lincoln app, or download them on iTunes. Saddle up, partner. Back to Hail Varsity Radio. What final time here from the single barrel? It's Hail Varsity Radio Roadshow Friday. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark, and uh, the pride of Fairbury, Bill Dolman. We resume the forecast. Uh, Clausburn with us. We're presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency. Couldn't make it down tonight. Uh, get yourself a steak and a whiskey tomorrow ahead in Nebraska, Illinois. We're here 1130 to 1:30, And then Real Red uh, Reaction gets going immediately following nebraska illinois claus you still with us thanks for hanging tough well for the time being anyhow all right let's uh, dive in nebraska illinois uh, illinois favored by seven and a half uh nebraska is gonna keep this close in the first half too much illinois too much ground game too much defense 31 17 illini win and cover elijah yeah, I've been going back and forth on this one all week long. I do think Nebraska hangs tough in this football game, but I think there's going to be some sort of big momentum-changing play in the fourth quarter that's going to that's gonna swing this in the favor of the Illini, whether it be an interception or a strip sack. I think their defense makes a play, sets up the Illinois offense with a short field, and they put this game away. Give me Illinois 38 and Nebraska 31. All right, that's, that's a feather in Nebraska's cap, 31 points. Connor. Yeah, I've also been going back and forth with this game all week, cover or not. Earlier this week, I said Nebraska covers. 
I'm not so sure about that anymore. I'm going to go Illinois 34, Nebraska 21. I was hoping he had uh, sunglasses and a sport coat, a little risky business tribute, Bill Bill Dolman, uh, Illinois. Uh, What do you say here, Nebraska or Illinois tomorrow? Uh, Blake Hayes isn't back for Illinois, right? Is he still around, Blake Hayes? I I don't think so. Not Well, that's going to be the difference in the game. If they don't have that, (laughs) if Illinois does not have that. Tony Eason didn't want any. If if Blake Hayes is not back to punt for Illinois like like he has the last two years, uh, that punter cost Nebraska when he ran for 48 yards and picked up a 14 on a third down and seven here two years ago and then forced Nebraska into a safety on a punt return last year. If they don't have that guy back, I don't know how they overcome uh, that. So I look for Nebraska. I think that's a big difference. Nebraska 42-21 easily. Wow. If Blake Hayes isn't there. He's not. He's graduated. Okay. That's that's all Nebraska. I I don't know know how they get 21. Dolman. Claus, what happens? I want to let Bill know, and I don't know if you heard me, Red Grange will also not be playing, so you might want to scale back <laughs> Illinois' point total a little bit. Hey, you're right, yeah. But I do, I, I agree with Bill. I think Nebraska's got an edge in this one. I think even though Illinois has a pretty tough running game, as I understand from my insider information, they're going to be a little worn out this week heading into the game. I'm told that the players were so inspired by the get-out-the-vote ads during the Sunday NFL games that they decided they wanted to do their part. And so every day after practice this week, they've been heading out to the cemeteries around (laughs) Champaign-Urbana and getting a voter registration drive going in Illinois. So that'll take a lot out of you. I think Nebraska wins this one 28 and Illinois 27. Huskers by one, says Clonsburg, the voter registration guy. Claus, <laughs> uh, you behave yourself. We'll talk next week. Okay. There he goes. Claus, we love you. Football tonight over on KFOR. Talk to you tomorrow at 1130 with Hale Varsity.